0: Um, hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Detox Unplugged. I'm Ria, your host for today, and I have Ayan with me. So today's episode is very special, and we're super excited to shoot it. And we have a very, very special guest with us, uh, Satya.
1: Hi, Satya. Hi, Ria. Hi, Ayan. Thank you so much for having no, me. I'm nice. so excited to be on Detox. With you. It is Ria, too. So...
0: Um, So for everyone listening, Satya is a content creator on Instagram who's constantly making people laugh and she has a great amazing series which makes learning languages and other She's from St. Aloysius College and her from the Asian College of Engineering. She's proficient in around like six plus languages, which is crazy to me, but uh, she's creating a revolution on Instagram by creating extremely relatable content, but also doing her best to voice her opinions about topics of importance. And we're so excited to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Rhea. Um, I just <laughs> like to offer a clarification. It's not the Asian College of Engineering. It's uh-huh. the Asian College of Journalism. So I'm not-, <laughs> <laughs> so not an engineer, guys. I know a lot of content creators. I'm so sorry about that.
2: Yeah. So Satya, uh, yeah. we have received loads of questions from our audience mm-hmm. uh, that they would like to ask you. So let's jump straight to that. Cool. My first question to you is, how did your journey as an influencer begin? And what difficulties did you face as a content creator?
1: Oh, okay. That's a pretty uh, broad question. Let me just try to sum it up uh, pretty quickly. Um, I started creating videos mainly through Reels when that was launched in June 2021, sorry, 2020. And I think just like everybody else, I was just trying out this new feature. And uh, what happened was Reels was being massively pushed by Instagram at the time. And I was one of the few creators who had started making it regularly. And so... Uh, it was a combination of that plus creating um, content on languages which I don't think a lot of people were doing which sort of pushed me uh, in a way like uh, that I that I got noticed in a way on Instagram and uh, with the feedback that people were giving me that oh they really like this or maybe I should try that I took all of that in and I realized that okay this is doing pretty well I should probably take it seriously. And that's when I started consistently making content. So now I try to post at least one video every single day, if not two. And it's been an amazing journey. Um, if you talk about difficulties, I think there are both internal and external ones. External ones obviously are when you start um, getting noticed by a wider audience, you're also likely to get hit from a lot more audience who are not familiar mm-hmm. with what you are or what you do. So, uh, it's part and parcel, honestly, of being a creator or being any um, any public figure, actually. You should just go on Twitter and you see someone's sort a of point of conversation. Everyone will have something positive and something negative to say. So, right. as a it definitely does um, hurt a lot. But I think with time, you re- learn to take in your stride. And now you sort of become numb to it. Um, with regard to the internal difficulties, I think it's a big challenge being consistent. Because it's not like... Every single day you get a brand new idea and you want to create or every single day you're in a fantastic mood and you want to put yourself on camera and film things, right? That's mm-hmm. really hard for every creator to do. And there have been times in the past that I've just pushed myself and forced myself to do it when I wasn't feeling great. And that reflected my content. And so now I take it as one day at a time. If there are days that I just don't feel like filming anything, then I just don't do anything and there are some days I have so much motivation like for example today I think I recorded or filmed or I think five or six videos and I felt great so I could do all of that at once and uh, yeah it's it's a journey of understanding your capabilities and your limitations and learning how best to work with it
0: that makes a lot of sense but like I think sometimes I like see when a lot of like influencers like receive hate like I get what you said it's a part and parcel of being any public figure but it's frustrating that people like I don't think people realise how easy it is to just say things when they're sitting behind like a screen without realising the impact it makes on other people
1: yeah and I mean it depends right um, there are sometimes that sometimes creators are being insensitive or factually incorrect or right, right, but right, right. It, and that's when as a creator you don't look at it as hate and you look at it as feedback and then that's mm-hmm. when you admit responsibility and you take that into account or maybe there's something that you made fun of that was hurtful to someone that you probably wouldn't have realized but it's part and parcel of being the public eye that you will get feedback from all quarters but um, there are times and I've noticed this especially when content goes viral in a sense or reaches a huge audience probably people Mm -hmm. have seen your work before like um, I had one of my deals on the that A.P. Dylan song, Excuses, that's like at 6 million or something now. And um, it started off with my audience, you know, vibing with it, liking it. But now it's gotten to a whole new set of people. And uh, I mean, the comments are like, how can you even not understand the lyrics? How are you even Indian if you can't? Um, and stuff like, uh, uh, you're such an idiot or uh, you're so dumb, or, you know, stuff like that. And for me, I realized that these are people who they don't even know me. They're, for them, I'm just like an uh, object, not object, like a projection on the internet I guess. Mm-hmm. They're just commenting whatever they want to and I've realized that with experience um, it's best not to respond because A, you're giving them attention and B, you are wasting a lot of your emotional energy on someone who doesn't even know you and someone who's even forgotten that they have posted it. Like some people are just on a you know role just just commenting on everything and they don't really think about it or they don't really remember so even i just i just scroll past like i've adopted that (laughs) mindset now that if it doesn't matter to me in the next 10 minutes i shouldn't waste time over it
0: yeah that, that makes a lot of sense and talking about all of this i think our next question um we've noticed that you not hesitant to speak out about things on your platform, whether it was like the, everything you did with the COVID resources, which I think was great work. And even your uh, posts about normalizing body hair and stuff like that. And it's really nice to see that. But I wanted to know, do you personally think that influencers are just people who have a certain amount of reach and like a platform to speak on? Do you think it sort of becomes like their moral duty or responsibility to speak up about things or, um, you know, take a stand when something happens? Do you think it's like their responsibility to do so? Um,
1: to be really frank, When I started and I had a bit of audience, I didn't think it was my responsibility because I was honestly scared about speaking about other things. Because even when you talk about things like snacks, people have such extreme reactions that it is quite scary for someone to talk about maybe political issues or social issues. And so by and large, I just wouldn't say anything because I thought it was not my place. And a lot of people also have this attitude that, you know, you're you're just entertaining. I think you just stick to entertainment. So, um, I didn't for the longest time, and then when the whole COVID thing happened, it was my sister actually who was like, "Why aren't you doing anything? Like, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you helping out and helping amplify voices? Because you have, like, you have the ability to at least help out someone by resharing a story." And that's when it hit me that okay, it's not just about me and myself. Um, I have to look at things from a larger perspective, and so that's when I started, like amplifying stories and resharing. Although at at the outset I thought oh no you know this would like nobody wants to see this and my audience wouldn't like it. Uh, I think I got past that and just seeing the messages of people saying hey I've managed to get oxygen to one of your followers or something like that. That was so like that was a life changing moment for me and that's when I realized the actual impact of what having a platform could be. And so that's why we even started Good Luck Over Volunteers, because we realized that there was this need for people to have a space where they can amplify messages and also get help and mainly mobilize resources. Um, Even when it comes to social issues, there are a lot of things that if I feel really strongly about it, I speak out about it. But there are things that I know can be misconstrued on social media. Nuances cannot be explained as well. And if it's, I feel like it's like a conversation I can have with a friend of mine, then I talk to them about it. But if it's something that I feel people should be more aware about, um, then I speak out about it. But then again, you still get responses from people who are like, uh, you know, it's actually this, and then they share links of these fake news articles to compound their view and. That's when you realize how widespread the problem is and it's it's a lot. As a creator, ideally mm-hmm. I would love to talk about everything but I also know that it's a lot of work to not only uh, verify and make sure you have the right information out there but also dealing with the kind of conversations Have because it's not a one way me giving out information. Right? It's not like a newspaper giving out information. It's it's like a conversation. So anything I say, people have something to say about it, and it's coming to me as a person. So I do feel the need to respond, and it becomes like an endless cycle. So it comes. Mm-hmm. It comes down to This day. Of. Um, sorry about that. there's this is a lot of a really slow tractor going past my house. <laughs> 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 it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. So I guess it comes down to um, what you really believe in and what you feel. Definitely cannot be compromised upon. Is that's when you speak up. But um, I think people also have to understand. For a lot of creators, is also it's scary because um, the kind of world we are living in today, uh, an opinion on social media could lead to death threats, death threats people coming up to your house, yeah. even FIRs against you. So um, yeah, it's it's a call you take, and I know a lot of people don't do it at all, and I understand why. Um, and I also have so much respect for influencers and creators who regularly talk about talk about these things.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually. I haven't uh, this is very enlightening, I would say because we haven't really heard the other side of it. I think yeah. um, being like the like the audience is just in our head it's just like oh if someone has a platform, why aren't they saying anything about it where yeah. it's really like, Yeah, I
2: understand how it would be terrifying, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and like Satya mentioned, like, it's a very thin line. Everything you can say can be taken out of context and, like, phrased in a very wrong way. You can get cancelled and, like, all the threats that one gets. So, it's actually a very scary position to be in as an influencer.
1: Yeah, and another thing, I mean, I understand why people want uh, accountability from you as a creator and you know um, they want you to speak about certain things but I also wish that we had this much of expectations from our leaders who we elect for this very purpose like the kind of accountability you ask from content creators if you would put at least two percent of that to politicians yeah. I think it's a stronger <laughs> democracy. Yeah that's very true.
2: Yeah. Okay so <laughs> Sachya now we will be moving towards the fun section of our podcast so so the first section will be a rapid fire round and where i'll ask you a lot of questions that we got from our viewers and some that added ourselves as well (laughs) and you respond like like the way you want to if that's all right Mm -hmm. so my first question is what is the reaction of your parents every time you dye your hair?
1: Oh, they're like, oh, another colour? Alright. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are some of the weirdest pronunciation of your name that you have heard?
1: Uh, Satyasha, Satisha, Satya, Satish, <laughs> Satya. I have so many variations of it, but I'm really glad that you guys, you know, took the effort and time to actually figure out how my news is pronounced. <laughs> I, we had to train Ayan.
2: <laughs> he couldn't get it right. <laughs> Rhea was after me with a stick, I'm telling you. But <laughs> well, thank you, I really
1: appreciate
2: it. <laughs> so, so, your Instagram, so your Instagram handle is Satya. Have you yeah. ever thought of any alternate username like something quirky or like flashy, something like that?
1: Oh no man, like Um, I've always had it as Satcha, and now that it's grown a bit, I'm very scared to change it. Uh, So, I think I'm going to stick with Satcha itself. I've never had anything else. I've just had my name as is.
2: Alright. So, are you an extrovert or an introvert?
1: Um, I think most most people looking at my videos will think I'm an extrovert. But actually, I think I'm an introvert but I, I just need some time to warm up to people and then once that is done then then i'm chill but yeah i take a little time to open up Okay. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) if you had no fear at all and you wanted to give a shot at something what would that be
1: Uh, definitely trying how to somersault i've been trying so hard to do cartwheels but my body just does not move in that way and I'm scared like I'll fall and hurt my head or something but I so badly want to learn how to do somersaults and cartwheels so yeah I would definitely do that
0: it, I agree really you look I'm, very cool
1: I know I'm, right I'm,
0: yeah, like,
2: I'm scared of it,
0: it, it yeah I see that's, like, that's <laughs> yeah that's why you do it if you have like no fear
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah okay that makes sense
2: <laughs> but I feel like I'll snap in half if I ever try somersault.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I look, like, look at like five-year-old kids do it at the beach and I'm just like, how? This is this is witchcraft.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I really wish I, I did it and I kept practicing to do it because I, I know some people who still can do it and uh-huh. it's the coolest thing ever. It is.
2: It really is. <laughs> right. Okay, so Sacha, do you like beaches or mountains better?
1: I like mountains better because I've always lived near the beach. So, that's very common for me like to go to the beach. Right. Um, so that's why I like the, I like the quiet and being like in nature and hearing all the birds and all of that. That's why I really like
2: mountains. Okay. And uh, how many languages do you know?
1: Um, English, Malayalam, Kannada, Tamil, Hindi, and I learned French in college. Uh, that's wow, That's so, so th- wild to me. How
2: <laughs> <laughs> About six languages.
1: <laughs> yeah, but in varying levels of proficiency I am not super fluent in all of them
2: I okay. know about two and I suck at both of them
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, wait I actually
0: have a challenge for you honestly so I have known Ayon for a while now right and I am um, from Chennai and I have been okay. trying to teach him just basics of like coming to the south for service. college right but mm-hmm. for the life of me, I cannot get him to speak one sentence that's even partially grammatically correct in any South Indian language. Like I generally <laughs> like challenge you, pick any language you want and get him to say one sentence in it. Like it's it's
2: impossible. <laughs> I know
1: please thoda stop. Thoda. I am begging you. Please stop. I got the summary of what you were saying, I so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you got the matcha tone very you got the tone of the sentence really well though.
2: See, thank you. Rhea will never agree to that. <laughs> okay. Sacha, so like do you have something for me that I can try?
1: Oh, I really do not want to try my Tamil on you because I haven't, I think the, I, I'd been to Tamil Nadu after I think 3-4 years and when I tried talking Tamil again, I was like, whoa, I need more practice. So I will stay away from this part. I think Ria would be the best person to think. No, I
0: No, I've given up. Like, Malayalam's fine too. Anything, like that, like I said, you can pick any language, just get him to speak one sentence. That's even partially correct. It's okay, let's not torture him anymore. It's fine. Okay. okay, fair enough. Okay, fair. um, and our last question actually, this was the most like bizarre question I think that we received. Uh-huh. Um, so one of your viewers, I'm guessing, really wants to meet you and ask for your address. So,
2: and uh, that is just outrageous,
1: yeah. Like, we don't expect you to, no, but they you, were... yeah, this, this it's not surprising to me. Because this uh-huh. is um, something that I get a lot like if I post a picture of like the trees or something they'll be like oh where are you in Mangalore, where do you live in Mangalore, <laughs> oh, wow. where is your house in Mangalore and these are questions that both boys and girls ask so right. I'm just like um, oh, you know guys like as per internet etiquette you don't ask someone for <laughs> it it's, it's so strange and I've never responded obviously never responded to someone mm-hmm. but right. I think you should just be like I know it's it's natural curiosity to know where someone would live but you should also know why someone would not want to give that information out there <laughs> fair enough
2: <laughs> so, that's a bit, with regards to that like what is the most bizarre like sort of a fan comment or like request that you've ever gotten by your fan
1: uh oh there was one uh, one pretty weird thing i remember that uh, someone messaged me. I think he was pretty young, like sixteen or seventeen, going by his picture. And he sent me a bunch of messages. One of which was, "Hey, can we, hey, can we rub our leg hairs together?"
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> like <were> yeah, <you? laughs> <It was> so <laughs> bizarre. I don't know what to make of it. But uh, obviously, I didn't respond. Um, but it was, I was like, "Whoa, okay, this is a kid. Like, kid, what are you doing on the, <laughs> the internet? What are you saying?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's so funny.
2: I mean, how would one even try to respond to that?
1: I mean, let's not think about that now. Like, there's no need to go into the debate. Let's
2: not go down that road. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The internet is a interesting place. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So I think our last, like, final thing that we want you to ask you is just something that, um, a message that you'd like to leave. This stuff, and like our audience just anything that you want be to say to people
1: Um, something a message okay Um. yeah hi if you are listening to this then please remember that all that you see on the internet is not completely um, what what is reality in the sense that not everybody is happy all the time not everybody is perfectly dressed all the time um, not everybody's skin is completely clear most of the time it's just lighting so just remember that um, what you see on the internet is a projection of what people want you to see and um, take the good with the bad and hopefully you will be able to do whatever you want and be happy with everything you do. Oh,
0: that's yeah. really nice. But uh, with that, I think our episode comes to an end. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much, Sacha, for being here. And...
1: Thank you,
0: Rina and and am. <laughs>
1: Was really
2: nice, thank you. It, it was our pleasure, honestly. It
0: was, it really was. But yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please share it, please follow us on our socials. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>